This is the Funville Nine, driven by AAA, the official podcast of the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Here's your host, Trey Wilson. Hello and welcome to today's Flying Squirrels pregame conversation. Today, we've got a chat that I had with San Francisco Giants broadcaster Dave Fleming at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Uh, While the Giants are in the same state as the Flying Squirrels, Flying Squirrels are playing up in Akron, and the Giants are playing a series down in Cincinnati against the Reds. And we got a chance to talk about some of the young and exciting players the Giants have featured this year. Of course, several of them played with the Flying Squirrels as recently as just a couple of months ago. Uh, Patrick Bailey and Luis Matos, who were on this year's Flying Squirrels opening day roster. Uh, Casey Schmidt, who was just here last fall, uh, only played uh, about six weeks, maybe seven weeks with the Flying Squirrels at the end of the 2022 season. And uh, the young stars for the Giants have been a little bit of a catalyst to this great run that San Francisco has been on since about May. And we talked about some of the things that those players bring to the table for the Giants and how much fun it's been to watch them uh, break out on such a big stage. Here's my conversation with San Francisco Giants broadcaster Dave Fleming. Today, we are joined by one of the voices of the San Francisco Giants, Dave Fleming. Dave, thanks so much for taking some time to chat. You guys have seen some of the players who have been in Richmond recently coming up here and having some great success. What's the the reaction to all of these young players that these fans are getting a chance to see in the major leagues, this this infusion of young talent? What's it been like to see all that kind of come to fruition this year? Well, the reaction has been hugely positive from Giants fans. Giants fans love their own guys, the young guys who come up, uh, draft developed by the Giants. I mean, it's it's lit up the ballpark. We've had bigger crowds, super enthusiastic crowds. The Giants have played better since those young guys have been up. Uh, and it's not just one of them. It's really the whole group of them. So it's been a, a massive factor in the Giants having a good year. Giants are in playoff position right now, and they wouldn't be without those guys, some of whom started the year with you. Yeah, two of them, uh, Luis Matos and Patrick Bailey. I think when we all, when everybody broke camp in, in April and we were taking photos of these guys at the Diamond back in the spring, uh, getting set for opening day, I don't think we could have foreseen that they were going to be in the major leagues just a few weeks later. One of those two, Patrick Bailey, uh, that's a tough position to break into so young as a catcher, kind of the captain of the field, as they say. And, of course, here there's been a legacy of some great catchers in recent years. There have been a lot of comparisons made to guys who've been here before, but Patrick Bailey seems to be carving his own path quite well. We're trying hard not to use Posey uh, as the comparison because it's an impossibly high bar. And, look, as great as Patrick has been, the chances of him being Buster Posey for his career are about 1%. Like, Buster is one of the handful of greatest catchers in the history of the game. Uh, so that, that is too high of a bar, even if Patrick has an amazing, great, long, big league career. Uh, that said, it's hard to avoid the comparison because he has made it look so easy. Now, there's lots of it that is hard, and he's going to have some ups and downs as a hitter. But the defense and the interaction with the pitching staff and being a leader on the field for him has been remarkably natural. And I think you probably noticed that when you were around him. Patrick Bailey just has that innate sense of the body language, the demeanor, how to interact with pitchers. He processes so much information. I mean, you guys at the AA level get tons of info, tons of scouting report stuff. Multiply that by whatever here. at the. I mean, the Giants have a coaching staff of 13 and an analytics support staff of probably that number too. And all that info is poured into the catcher. And Patrick just does an amazing job of, in the moment, 
There's no hesitation. There's no second guessing. You watch him and Camilo Doval, who might be the toughest guy to catch right now in the big leagues. Combination of stuff and also some early season issues with the pitch clock. No issues with Patrick back there. None. Uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, you mentioned the the relationships with the pitchers. I know that was one of the first things I heard in Richmond this year with the Double A pitchers was it was a different experience having Patrick Bailey working behind the plate. So it's great to hear that that's also carried up to the major leagues because obviously it's an entirely different game. So Luis Matos is another one who came up this year as a rookie. Part of this, there are these four rookies, three of them who came through Richmond. One I don't want to talk about because he crushed Richmond last year, and that's Sable. But <laughs> Luis Matos, obviously, he's a player that has struggled a little bit in the minor leagues over the last few years, caught a hot stretch, and it seemed like he carried that straight into the big leagues. Yeah, and I think it's obvious that two year, last season, last full season, 2022, was the aberration. Because two years ago, Luis was one of the big prospects in the game. Last year, you know, for whatever reason right now, the stop before you guys, Eugene, is, is proving to be very tough on hitters. And some of it is probably early season weather, guys who've never played in weather like that. The Pacific Northwest can be a different beast. And uh, so I think that was a roadblock for him. Obviously, that has not carried over to this year. Luis, I mean, he's one of the handful of youngest position players in the big leagues right now, and he totally looks apart. He's got the Camilo Doval demeanor as a position player. Never a moment too big. Unbelievable ability to control the strike zone when we had always heard he was just kind of a free swinger and a guy who was going to swing at everything and was so good he could hit everything. Not the case anymore at all. Luis has done as good a job as anybody on this team of not chasing pitches out of the strike zone. He's a natural center fielder. He's got a chance to be in that position with the Giants for a long time. I'd love to ask you about all these guys. That There's so many players now who've come through Richmond. That's not been the case in recent years. Not a lot of homegrown players. But let's talk about one who got here pretty quickly out of the draft and was just in Richmond last fall, and that's Casey Schmidt. Remember the first time I saw him in Richmond, I thought, wow, that's one of the best defensive infielders, especially at third base, I've ever seen. It seems like that's translated up in the majors some as well. It has. He, and, and Casey's defense is going to provide a great floor for him to where he can contribute to the team almost no matter what's going on on the offensive side. Casey's got some work to do in terms of adjusting to this level, which every young player experiences this. Now, part of it is Casey came out so hot. His first week was unlike almost anything else I've ever seen. And so the expectation level was just impossibly high. He's dealing with a couple challenges. Casey's being asked to play second and short, which he doesn't have. He played some short with you guys, but you know, just doesn't have a ton of experience at those spots. Now he's doing that at the big league level, and he's also not playing every day. And so you got an infield where J.D. Davis has had an all-star kind of year at third base. He's just not. You're not going to bump him out of his spot. He's just playing too well. So Casey's having to find a way to contribute to the team somewhere else in a different role, different playing time, all things that are difficult for a young guy. I really believe, and I think the Giants really believe in his ability long-term. He could win a gold glove at the big league level. He's that good defensively, and he's also a very skilled offensive player. It's just a great lesson for all of us to watch him right now because it reminds you how hard it is at this level. It's really, really hard. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to talk about some of the guys that we just had out in Richmond not even that long ago for some of them. You know, we it's kind of a it's a two-sided situation. We hate to see them leave because we want to see the team in Richmond win, but it makes it a lot easier to take when we can see them having success in the big leagues. We want you to send us some more, please. We've I, got I, some I, more coming. I know it, I know it hurts you guys, but we want more.
Well, when they're having success in the big leagues, it makes it more fun. We can watch them from there. And the Giants have the depth they have now. They can continue to reload. Dave Fleming, thanks so much for taking some time to chat. Let you go get ready for your game tonight. We're going to go get ready for ours, and uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thank you. (laughs) 